Okay, we're recording. This thing has like a countdown. That's pretty cool. Oh, you can actually see how long we've been recording. <gasps> oh yeah, I forgot. Ever since we moved to Zoom, like we wouldn't, like we weren't able to see how long you're recording for. But like, this one can. Mm. So I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and you look quite smooth. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's all the skincare I'm not doing. <laughs> Soap and water. <laughs> Soap and water. Hello and welcome to Hidden Among Us. I'm your host, Chris. And this is Honda. And welcome to episode 39. We're so close to 40. Like, this week would have been our 40th episode, but we missed last week, and we're sorry, but, like, school really be kicking our asses, <sighs> so there was no other way to, like, avoid it, so we had to, like, not record last week. But anyway, we're back, so that's great. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, Honda and I were just talking about like strange names <laughs> people name their pets yeah like when I there's the mall nearest to me there's like a couple stray cats and there's one in particular who's like uh, it's just like a white colored cat and it's super hissy and <laughs> and like one day like the, I couldn't see the cat but then the lady that always feeds the cat was there and then I could see, I could hear her calling Whitey, Whitey. And I'm just like, Whitey, who's Whitey? And I'm just like, oh wait, she always feeds the white cat. <laughs> no, because it's like, it's so true though. Like, sometimes when I bring Leo to the to the vet, so Leo goes to a special vet. He goes to a rabbit savvy vet, right? <laughs> and oftentimes while we are waiting for our appointment, like waiting for to go in and see the vet. We see other rabbits there. And the way it works is usually like a staff or the vet will come out and call the animal's name. So <laughs> call the pet's name instead of like the owner's name. So all the rabbits there, right, often have names like Hoppy, Floppy. Then oh if it's God. white, it'll be like Snowy. If it's black, it's like Blacky. And then when it comes to Leonidas, it's just like Leonidas. <laughs> Suddenly, like an actual name. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have all these cutesy, cutesy names, and it's suddenly like Leonidas. Yeah, and at my workplace, because we deal with a lot of animals, like I see like the various names that like we get. So, for example, if we have, okay, we've had cats that come in named Meowy, Mew. <laughs> what cat isn't a Meowy? <laughs> I know, I'm like, uh, okay, I'm not here to shame people on the choices <laughs> they make when they name their animals, but it's just so entertaining to see, like, the plethora of names people come up with for, like, their pets. I wonder what's the most common name in Singapore for their pets. Hmm, I wonder I feel like Milo too. would be up there. Yeah, Milo is a common name, I feel. Every time there's a brown animal... It's usually called Milo. <laughs> so for international viewers who like don't get Milo in their countries, it's like this cocoa powder drink thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what Milo. That's what Milo is. Uh, what strange names do we see? 
I mean, I just told Honda that there was once we had like this lady come in with a black and white cat and she named it New New because. New is cow. New is cow. New yeah. is cow. And so that was that. Um, we've also had people come in and they're like, the they're, they're animals are named like boy boy, girl girl. <laughs> it's so cute, but it's so. It's so Singaporean. Singaporean. <laughs> it's so boy Singapore. boy. Is there a Mei Mei? <laughs> It's so cute. No, okay, people like refer so sometimes we have people who come in with like two 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 um pets uh. and because they're <laughs> in the same household, right? They're usually like considered siblings. So sometimes you have like this tiny Pomeranian and like this I guess like a slightly bigger Japanese spitz and they're like, Oh it's your Mimi that's going in and I'm like oh my God. so cute like I know it sounds cringy, super cringe, but it's actually so cute. Like I legitimately enjoy it. Like every time we have this one guy that comes in every week, and his dog is like, I guess in dog years much older than him. So he refers to his dog as older brother. <laughs> it's very very cute. So when he calls out to his dog, sometimes he calls out as older brother, and I'm just like, yeah, it's like. Oh my God, what have if your pet be a part of the household. One day you have a, like a dog, a cat named Oppa. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we've had um pets named Kimchi. Kimchi's okay, I guess, but like, mm. yeah. I mean, Oppa is kind of cringe, but it's also <laughs> very cute because it's like. It's it's like a pet, you know? It's, like, super adorable to look at. I don't know. I I just enjoy these, like, funny, funny names people come up with for, like, their pets. Because it's endearing. You know that these animals mean a lot to them whenever it's, like, cutesy, cutesy names. I can't, I can't like... <laughs> like, I wouldn't name my pets cutesy names, though. So, there's... There's that. <laughs> boy, you name your new pet boy boy. Oh my god, Girl can ball. you imagine? Like, okay, so I'm at the age where like, like my family is really like talking about marriage. Not that I'm going to get married anytime soon because I still haven't finished university. But I'm at the age where like Asian families are like, you know what, you need to get married soon. And like literally the first thing I told my parents was like, if you're going to find anyone for me to get married to, right, he must love animals. Like immediately if if my partner doesn't like animals or doesn't want animals in the future, <laughs> it's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. So I am like particular because I have this dream of like living in a house with like a bunch of rabbits, like a dog and a cat. And, like, it'll be so fun. And, like, I would love to foster animals in the future. Like, mm-hmm. not even just, like, fostering cats or dogs, but especially, like, bunnies. Because, like, they are so mishandled in Singapore. Like, our SPCA is, like, flooded with abandoned rabbits mm-hmm. and dogs and cats. Yeah. So, that's my future. That's my dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know what you're gonna call your future pet. What? Sun. <laughs> like S O N. You call you like adopt like male characters on on like TVs and dramas, calling them your adopted son. You're gonna call them son. 
No, it's I refer to Leo as my son. And now you're gonna like, literally name your pet son. No, listen. Come like, here, son. When I talk to when I talk to Leo sometimes, right? I'll be just like, son, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like I, I legitimately call him son. Like right. he's, it's one of the names I've given him. One day he's gonna be like, mom, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine one day animals like develop the ability to speak? I think we would be so dead. Like your rabbit would be the so human sassy. race. Yeah. I have a strong feeling my rabbit would be so sassy. Do you know, you know sometimes when you look at animals <laughs> and you can kind of gauge your intelligence. Like sometimes when I look at like some dogs, it's just, you know there's nothing in their heads. Just no thoughts, head empty. YOLO. They're just absolutely vibing. They just live to eat, drink, get pets. That's it. And then there's some... When you look at their eyes and it's like, they know your entire history. They know who you are. They know the, the backgrounds of your entire family. <laughs> they know they know your past lives and the past lives of your past lives. And I just... Those kind of animals like genuinely freak me out. But it's... <laughs> and the police dogs are just calculating your every move. Yeah, I know. But they're also like, so sweet. Like, I would love to adopt a retired police dog understandably they're old but like I think they will be such great additions to a family mm. yeah there's a German Shepherd dog near my area and it's like huge <gasps> oh my god there's somebody in my area who has a pug and a husky uh, I know they're not allowed to keep the husky because it's like a HDB flat and it's against the rules but it's very cute whenever I see them walk the dog in the evenings because it's like this <laughs> massive husky and then this tiny pug beside it. And they're so well-behaved. I Pugs uh, are cute, but like... Mm, the cost of like, you know, like... Breeding them. Like, on their health is a bit... Yeah. Like, I, saw, so, I saw like a skull image of pugs and like... They don't have a nose bridge. <laughs> no, they don't. and Which is why they have a lot of respiratory issues. And... Um, it's also why one of the reasons why I'm like not the biggest fan of um, like strange crossbred dogs. So for example, like oh my god, <laughs> a Pomsky, a Pomeranian, a Husky. First of all, yeah. you have this massive Husky no. <laughs> and a tiny Pom. Like that in itself is just strange. But second, um, like these these crossbred. Oh, I just hit my mic. These crossbred dogs tend to have like a lot of health issues because they're just not made to Mm -hmm. exist yeah and that's the same thing that happened with like pugs and even dachshunds they have a lot of like issues but then then again like if you as an owner do sufficient research and you know what you're going into you know what you're getting into and you know how to take care of them then it's pretty okay but you must always bear not bear in mind that in the future Mm. your animal will definitely have health issues like that one is just a given it's like how as we get older as humans (laughs) we will end up with some health issues yeah as long as you are able to take care of your pet then it's okay so there is that (laughs) (laughs) wow man we really talked for 12 minutes about pets from pet names to um, pet care. underlying diseases. <laughs> diseases. Oh my goodness. Anyway, Honda, how has how have you been? 
it always feels like an eternity before we see each other. When's the last time did we even physically see each other? Honestly, I can't. I can't remember. It was. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's a long time ago. Mhm. Oh well. So how is it? How how has it been? How have you been? Grenine. Grenine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, can't wait for Sam to end, but I also don't want it to end yet. <laughs> I know what you mean. Life is moving very fast. And for some reason, this semester feels very difficult. I don't know. I don't know. Is it like I, like fatigue? Maybe it is. Maybe it is fatigue. COVID maybe, fatigue. You know, maybe like having online classes and everything is finally catching up to us. So even if we didn't feel it that much last semester, I think this semester, it's really like hitting us hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, is our final year gonna be a normal year? Dude, I wanna, I wanna have a normal graduation. I think graduate by graduation, it should be fine. I really hope so because I have dreams of taking pictures with my family and like Leo in my graduation gown and everything. Are you gonna bring Leo to school? And uh, we shall see. <laughs> We shall see. I have to leash train him by then. I mean, um, you can still he's... rent your outfit. Yeah, no, definitely. I I think I might do that. I don't know. We shall see. It's still we still have like a year to go. Should so we go to that. JC and take photos? <gasps> Some people um, do that. Like, I mean, that's where we met with Shen. True. From that school true. to NUS. <laughs> Maybe I remember when I was in secondary school. Um. Okay, but this is not a graduation picture. But when I was in secondary school, there was this girl. Um, she came. She got permission from the school to take her wedding photos. Oh wow! <laughs> on the compound, yeah, it was so cute though. I was like, it was so interesting because there's just this very glamorous, pretty-looking bride <laughs> and her group taking pictures in the school compound. But yeah, I think. I mean, that's yeah, cute. It is. It was very very cute. It's very nice because um. The area where they took the photo, like, you can see, like, the structure of the school behind. Mm. And it's just... Like, I imagine the shot would have been very nice. I don't think our, our school would deny. Yeah, but why would you want to go to that school to take photos? I mean, it's like, it's like a, ha, we did it. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought... That we wouldn't be able to do it yet. Here we are. You know, oh like the you know steps at the school field. At least that'll be oh, a pretty yes. backdrop. Yeah, that'll be a pretty backdrop. That would be nice. If it's still colored that way. It. <laughs> I don't know if it is, but I know they repainted it. So I guess it will look nice. I don't know. Oh, the, I don't the, know. the infamous blue and red wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yikes. Anyway, happy March, everyone. Um, Hope your March has been well. I think it's like we're second week into March, but I hope your March has been well and the remainder of your March goes well as well. And I hope that this episode will give you your much needed serotonin boost and maybe a boost to carry on with the month. Okay, so today's story is about the murder of Kim Wall. <laughs> Not like what? Like. Wall? W-A-L-L. Oh, okay. 
I've never heard of this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. are you going to pull a, when you hear it, you will know what no, it's about. This one, I don't think you will hear about it. <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay, so Kim Wall was a Swedish freelance journalist and she wrote reports for places like The Guardian, New York Times, Vice and Time. And oh. the way she was murdered was quite brutal. And also where she was murdered, I guess, is quite interesting. Okay. Yeah, so this was quite fairly recent. On 10th August 2017, Wall received a text from a man who was a Danish entrepreneur. And Wall had actually requested for an interview with him earlier in the year. But he didn't reply until then. <laughs> and... This day was actually her boyfriend's going away party because the couple was moving to Beijing. Oh, no. Yeah, but she agreed to skip the party to interview the man. Oh, no. Yeah, the Danish man is a man named Peter Madsen and he had invited her to interview him on board his midget submarine UC-3 Nautilus. What's a submarine? Yeah, it's a submarine. Elon Musk, are you hearing this? <laughs> Elon you Musk? Have a submarine? I don't know. I, I thought about him because he's like hella rich. I feel like he might have a submarine. Doesn't he want to go space traveling? Oh shit, yeah. He wants to go above <laughs> ground, not under it. Well, <laughs> interesting. Oh well. Yeah, Wall agreed to interview him for two hours and she boarded the submarine at 7pm. However, mm. the submarine oh. never returned to the harbor. <gasps> oh my god, like, I don't know what to say, but I feel like it's extra terrifying if you die underwater and, like, maybe in space. Like, there's just something very terrifying about dying in those places. I feel like it's because it's you're so alone. It's like the vastness. I think, yes, that's it. It's the vastness, the greatness of emptiness and oblivion and you dying in it is just terrifying i wonder which would be worse <laughs> yeah, i wonder which would be worse let us know <laughs> a dying in space or dying underwater <laughs> yeah and wall's boyfriend at the time uh old stoke called the police at 1 43 a.m to report her missing mm-hmm. yeah but the submarine was later found at 10 30 in the morning yeah, it was sighted, but later the submarine started to sink. Hmm? <laughs> like it came above ground and then it started to sink. Yeah, I think when it was sighted, it was like kind of like you can see the top oh. part. But then yeah, it started to sink. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, in, in the next week on 21st August, a cyclist had found a torso washed up on a beach in the southwest of Amager. And DNA al- oh, analysis God. showed that it was a match with walls. Oh, wow. Okay. An examination of the torso revealed that she had been stabbed 15 times and mostly in the groin area. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. Um, I'm just going to make a guess and say that whoever killed her really probably despised her for her gender. Mm-hmm. The poor cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can imagine like I just want a picturesque bike ride, staring out into the horizon, and then like you come across a body, uh. and it's been in the water for like more than yeah, a week. Yeah, so it's all like friggin' bloated, 
Then on 6 October, police divers found two plastic bags containing her head, legs, clothes, and a knife. Oh, okay. And then six days later, they found a saw in the water. Wow. (laughs) The evidence just started appearing. Yeah, but also at the same time, I feel like it would be very difficult to get any DNA off of it or any like fingerprints because it's been in the water for so long. I mean, at least when you have the head, you can use dental records. Yeah, you can use dental records to identify, but I feel like if you're trying to find whoever did it using the weapons, because it's been in the water for so long, yeah, it'll be like a lot more difficult to Yeah, and if it's seawater, the water corrodes it, right? Yeah, yeah, that as well. Mm. And then on 21st and 29th November, police divers found Wall's arms in the bay. Oh, yikes. Yeah, so on the day like the submarine was found, Madsen had been arrested and charged with involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I feel like that would be the most obvious place, like obvious person to look at first because he was like with her. Yeah, but this is even when he said like he dropped Kimol offshore, off oh. onshore, like the previous evening. But <laughs> I guess they didn't believe his story. <laughs> they were like, "We don't care. <laughs> you were the last one to see her alive." Yeah, but he changed his story during a hearing on fifth September. He said that a hatch had fallen on Wall's head, and she died on board when he lost grip of the submarine's hatch cover when he was holding it open for her. I'm sp- I've got nothing to say. What? You know you know the submarine hatch, right? Like when you go out, like that round thing, you pop off. Yeah, but like, it's just, I don't know, very incredulous. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like it's more believable to say that like, I hated her face. <laughs> and like, she called me out for this interview and I didn't want to do it, so I stabbed her. Rather than being like, oh yeah, I accidentally dropped a hatch on her head and she died. So I cut her up into many pieces and disposed of her body. Yeah, he didn't... He So based on that, sorry, he didn't drop her off on land, but instead buried mm-hmm. her at sea. Okay. Yeah, but when the other body parts are found, investigators, you know, they also found uh, how the bag that the, that the body was in, it was weighted down by bits of metal. Hmm. And there were also no fractures to the skull. So the hatch yeah, falling so the on hatch... her head, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, but in, when police investigated Madsen's computer, they found videos of women being murdered and that people who knew Madsen said that he would watch videos of decapitations and asphyxiation <gasps> sex. Oh my god. Okay, wow. Yeah. On 30th October, Madsen changed his account on the story again where he admitted to dismembering her body. Okay. But then he claimed that she died from carbon monoxide poisoning on board the submarine. But this was refuted by his own legal representation where they said that Madsen did not know how she died. Okay. 
Well, if there was carbon monoxide, like why wasn't he affected? Yeah, that's why he. That's how he explained the like, the submarine sinking because of a malfunction. Mm. So she died, and he got out. <laughs> okay. January 2018, Madsen was charged with murder, indecent handling of a corpse, and sexual assault. Mm. And the prosecution accused him of having bound, hit, cut, and stabbed Wall before killing her by cutting her throat or strangling her. Oh, yikes. Yeah, the trial began on 8 March 2018 with him pleading not guilty to Wall's murder. Oh, wow. Okay. During the trial, he spoke about himself in the third and first person, switching between present and past tense. And he also made quite a few movie references and even apologized for his account of the crime sounding like a bad movie. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm trying to make sense of the movie thing. Like, I guess okay. he thinks he's like the main character. Like, isn't there like, isn't there a word to call people like that where they think they're the protagonist or something? Wait, I want to find out. Do you uh, know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if it's a syndrome or like, I forgot. I feel like it's vaguely familiar. Hero syndrome. That's what Google is telling me. The hero syndrome is a term used by media to describe the behavior of a person seeking heroism or recognition, usually by creating a harmful situation to objects or persons which they can resolve. Mm, Not really. Alternate title, protagonist syndrome. Maybe that, but... mm. Mm. But like the evil version, I guess. (laughs) Antagonist syndrome. We're coining it. Antagonist (laughs) syndrome. Trademark, trademark. You're going to write we a story now... about... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to file it in to legalize that we are the original creators of the term antagonist syndrome. Thank you very much. And then finally, that it's been used and already <laughs> credited to another person. Mm. He also said he initially lied to protect Wall's parents from the truth of her gruesome gruesome death. Okay. Yeah, so I guess that's more of like the main character syndrome when he he did something so bad, but you know, he still sees himself as a savior of some sort. Yeah, like he's he's saving the family from like the grotesque details. Mm. Yeah, but ultimately on 25th April 2018, Madsen was found guilty of all charges and sentenced to life imprisonment. In a psychiatric evaluation, Madsen described him as a narcissistic psychopath, lacking in empathy, but not psychotic or delusional. Which is more scary. Mm. (laughs) Because that means he's very aware of what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he immediately. But did he ever hmm? reveal the intention, like why he did it? Mm, not really. Not really the motive, I guess. Because it's very interesting. One, he sort of lured her into this right. like private, intimate space in which he can like safely like murder her. Two, like he stabbed her in the groin. Mm-hmm. 
which suggests that he harbors some like ill intent or like maliciousness towards the female sex. Yeah. So there's that. Thirdly, he dismembered her body, which suggests very methodical and premeditated motive to it. Because like, why would you have a saw and all these materials on a submarine with you? Unless like, for some reason, you are planning to do maintenance on the submarine while submerged in water or something. And then he... Not only disposed the bodies, but he in he made sure that the the bags of bodies body parts were in would sink to the bottom because he put like heavy objects in there. So all this suggests that he had planned this out. It doesn't strike me as a very heat of the moment sort of murder. Mm. But he doesn't really. So, uh, confessed to murdering her at that time. Yeah, then there's that as well. So, the first time he was like, no, I didn't do it. Then the second time he was like, yeah, I kind of did it. Mm. So, this guy has very interesting psychology. Mm, it's only in 2020 when a journalist that was interviewing him, uh, he the journalist actually taped. Like, he the person recorded their interview. And it showed that uh, he finally, like, admitted guilt to killing her. Wow. When he said, like, it's my fault, she died. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) He's suddenly feeling guilty. Yeah, but there is... I don't know what to say. It's very strange phrasing to say, like, it's his fault. Instead of, like, yeah, I killed her. It's like he's still not completely being accountable to it. Mm. Like, he doesn't want to be held accountable. Mm. Mm. I want to see what this Peter Madsen's face looks like. (laughs) It's okay. Bro, he just looks like... (laughs) It looks like he hangs out with Elon Musk. Oh my god. No, seriously. He's got that rich guy sort of face. Like, yeah, he does look like he hangs out with Elon Musk. No offense to Elon Musk, though. Like, um, I'm pretty sure he's not like a, a, a murderer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Interesting. Yeah, in prison, he was actually admitted to hospital in August 2018. After being assaulted by an 18-year-old inmate in the prison. Wow. 18-year-old. <laughs> there must be some powerful 18-year-old. Yeah, what the shit? Yeah, and he was also in a relationship with a female prison guard before she left. No, why? No... I guess it's those, like, twisted love stories. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also one of those things that I see in, like, crime TV shows. (laughs) And not, like, reality. Mm. Because, like, I guess in real life, you would expect 
things like this not to happen and then they do and I'm just always like surprised every time it happens mm, is that how serial killers have fans the groupies true 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 mm. yeah but interestingly on 20th October 2020 Madsen escaped from prison Oh god, okay. Yeah, but he was arrested again in a nearby residential area not far from the prison. Mm. When the police found him, he was a he uh he was in possession of a pistol-like object and was wearing a belt that could potentially contain explosive. Wow. Yeah, but the bomb experts determined that it was a decoy. Oh, okay. Because you can get very creative with materials just to yeah. make a bomb. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's built submarines. Yeah. So, it wouldn't... Like, I guess he wouldn't need, like, an instruction manual to build a bomb. He could just do it. Yeah. So, for his, like, prison break attempt, um, the court handed down a 21-month prison sentence to Madsen. I guess on top of his already, oh. like, on his already there sentence (laughs) yeah yeah and this case has been like uh, a very big thing in that area because the crime the crime happened in Denmark and Denmark only have 50 murders per year 50? (laughs) Denmark wow yeah so like the brutal nature of this case you know I guess was really really shocking to that community who that only has 50 murders 50 (laughs) I think Singapore has more right I don't know yeah we definitely have way more (laughs) wow that's interesting Denmark (laughs) you wanna live in Denmark now (laughs) no but it's just Interesting, your crime rate is really low. Wow, okay. America could never. <laughs> Wait, is Denmark a welfare state? <laughs> that could possibly explain why, like, crime is kind of low. Is it? I think so. Like, like Switzerland is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that explains why. Okay, wow, Denmark. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Yeah, and there's also an H- as, as actually a HBO show on this case called The Investigation. Ooh. Yeah. It's not in English, though. I think it's in that language. <laughs> Danish? Danish? <laughs> language the people of Denmark speak? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Danish. I think so. I have zero knowledge about that area. <laughs> people of Denmark, please don't come for <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to find it out just to be safe. Okay, it's Danish. It's Danish. Alright. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I just checked the actual show. It's in Danish. <laughs> Okay. I guess I will watch it when I've run out of things to watch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, but this is it for my story. I thought it was interesting because well, it had submarines and murders on submarines. Yeah, it's a very unconventional place to murder someone. Mm-hmm. That's very... Wow, okay, interesting. Thanks, Honda. And I saw the a post about it on Reddit. Oh, Reddit. I'm a best friend. To be honest, like, speaking of crime shows, like, recently I started watching real detective not to be confused with the critically acclaimed true detective starring woody harrelson and matthew mcconaughey um real detective is on netflix so if anyone wants to check it out you can check it out but they interview like actual detectives who mm-hmm. like and basically this detective so every episode is a different detective they basically go through like a case like i guess their most memorable case their most like sensationalized case and like they have reenactments <laughs> and yeah, i don't really like that part so i kind of so, stopped listen i don't like reenactments but these reenactments are so bad <laughs> that it's good like <laughs> i binged through so i watched season two if i watch season one uh netflix is weird that way but I binged through all of season two because, like, the acting was terrible. Oh, my God. But it's, like, I stayed for the detectives because some of them really showed a lot of heart. Mm. And, like, some of them actually, even until today, are still very affected by, like, the case they talk about. Mm. And, like, I, I just... I, I guess it's the earnestness that really like drew me in and like the terrible acting. But Real Detective is pretty interesting. Um, if you hate reenactments, then I guess uh it's a no for you. you yeah. You could try it. I also watched Murder Among the Mormons and I thought it was quite interesting. Ooh. The it's three episodes in total. The first episode was kinda making you think of one possible like mur- like you know, scenario, but then it wasn't. It would be Ooh. interesting if it was. It went that way, though. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it kind of sounded like a movie halfway. Wow. Yeah, you don't really hear much about, like, Mormon people, for me. So it was quite yeah. interesting. I don't know. I, From what I know of Mormonism, um, people consider them to be a cult. <laughs> I have seen Mormons try to recruit people on trains. So... Oh. I'm not here to make a judgment until I've done like further research on Mormonism, but I've seen them try to recruit people on trains and um I'm just not a huge fan of religious groups so publicly recruiting people. Yeah, it's not so really allowed in Singapore that. anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was that. But interesting fact the was it the CIA or FBI? Either one of them, they actually recruit a lot from the Mormon community. Oh. I have no idea why, but yeah, they oh, do. Wow. I think it's Maybe the CIA. That. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Oh well, thanks Honda. Um I think it's just really sad for Kim Wall. She has such a promising career. And like and like a new start, you know, moving to Beijing. Yeah. I wonder if, if I've seen anything. Oh, it's also been a it's also a very recent case. Twenty seventeen. 
2017. Wow. Oh, this is so sad. <laughs> yeah. I think... Also, like, crimes against journalists is pretty common as well. Mm. Not that it should be right, but... It's still... Depending on the type of journalist you are, it's still quite high risk. Especially for investigative journalists. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times, they have to venture into places that people don't really want to venture into in order to get, like, the full story. Mm. And, And, yeah. yeah, and, like, I've worked in a place where we sort of do journalism. And the thing is, okay, even though journalism today gets, like, a bad rap, the thing is, um, if a lot of true, honest journalists... (laughs) When they want to get a story, they, you, they really have to do a lot and a lot of research to get as much details out of the story as possible. And sometimes that also involves going down to less ideal places and interviewing people. And sometimes it also puts the journalist in a lot of danger. So when you see like CNN, when they do all these like sort of intense interviews it really is intense because the journalist also puts himself at risk and yeah crimes against journalists there have been a few murders of them as well so it's just really sad and unfortunate for kim wall yeah that she wanted to go interview this guy and one he was so ungracious (laughs) like he didn't even respond to her interview requests until like super late mm. yeah, yeah. And the fact that she's a freelance so like she isn't yeah. really protected yeah and yeah okay the freelancing thing is also a whole other bag of beans freelancers really um they're, they're not treated well by a lot of companies mm. it's precisely because they're freelance they're not like bound to these places so they get they tend to be treated like quite terribly. Yeah, but this is also not to turn anyone away from wanting to be a journalist. Like, <laughs> as I said, I know journalism has a bad rap in this day and age. And like, we have like some shitty journalism sites. But, you know, <laughs> uh, if it's a career you want to pursue, then go ahead. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay safe, though, yeah. Oh, well. Whoa. <laughs> Murder on a submarine. Mm-hmm. That is intense. And I never want to be on a submarine ever because I am so scared. What about a spaceship? As I said before, that vastness... Emptiness. I think there's actually a fear. The infinite. Yeah, like, I'm somebody who has an extreme fear of death. So, being in spaces that make me think of life and death is not very (laughs) ideal. There's a lot of places. (laughs) 
I know. Like, even out on the street, on the road, can be okay, quite listen, life You know, you know, sometimes when I'm just, like, doing absolutely nothing, and I start thinking of my life and existence, <laughs> oh my God. I'm just, I have to physically force myself to think of something else, because, like, I will fall down that rabbit hole, and I end up with, like, an anxiety attack. So, imagine me in a spaceship, <laughs> or in a submarine, I don't think I would survive it. I would just be an absolute mess. When you're in a spaceship and then you hear another astronaut goes, Houston, we have a problem. <gasps> no. <laughs> or worse, when you're on a when you're like on a spaceship and you don't hear anyone make a sound. Imagine okay, I've watched Alien. I oh my know God. what that is. I know. <laughs> and you hear weird sounds oh, that aren't human. <sighs> Okay, but real talk, Alien is a great film. Just the first one. Don't bother with anything else. Just Alien is a great film. Mm. Okay, well, uh, we are digressing too much. Anyway. <laughs> From submarines to aliens. <laughs> anyway, okay, outro, outro. This is outro. Okay. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and click that follow button on Spotify. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and whatever podcast platform you listen to. And you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Share us a message or send us a story if you'd like. You can also email us at hiddenamongustree at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay safe. Um, you might want to rethink that um, spaceship or submarine vacation you wanted submarine just vacation. to be safe. I mean, even if there's no like murderers on board, right? Like, don't count out aliens and sea monsters. Like The Kraken. Yeah. Like, imagine being in a submarine and, like, you f- see the friggin' Kraken. Like, no, no, sir. No, thank you. Anyway, bye. Bye-bye.